Welcome to The No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. Hey, truth speakers. Happy New Year. Wow. 2022. The last couple of years have really flown by, but for me, they also seem like the slowest years. And despite the hardships that so many people have faced as a result of COVID-19 and the pandemic and all of these recent surges, we have really been required to slow down and pivot in many ways. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's my first solo episode with you guys. No guest, just me. And the bulk of what we're going to cover later has to do with fear. So just to put it out there, doing solo episodes has always been something that I wanted to do, but I have been so, so, so fearful. You guys know I'm not afraid to show you my sweaty pit, so you can bet your bottom dollar right now that I have got the sweaty pit game going on strong right now. I'm wearing a tank top, thank goodness, but I really do need to turn off my space heater. Hold on, hold on. You guys know I love a space heater in Miami when it's warm. So you guys are giving me the most precious gift, your time. You can't get it back. You can't get your time back. And I respect the shit out of your time. That said, I have always wanted the Know With Nikki Spo to be a place where women of all walks of life can feel a sense of community, understanding, and camaraderie. I want all of us to feel less alone in this crazy world as mothers, lovers, spouses, bosses, employees, entrepreneurs, pet moms, friends, women with diverse backgrounds and upbringings, and really as women, period, as human beings and ultimately as spirits, soul people. And maybe that's a little woo-woo for you, but I think you're here because you kind of like it. So I want all of us to come to a place of deep inner knowing with and for ourselves. I want to interview women who have overcome the big things or are experts in the big things. I want to learn and I want you to learn along with me. So while I always wanted to have solo episodes, I've always kind of felt like, come on, Nikki, you don't know shit. And I've said it. I've said it in my past episodes. I'm like, I don't know shit. But that's a lie that I've told myself. And I think that we've all told ourselves lies about who we are, about who we're not, what we can and can't do. And when I really took some time to think about it over the last few days, I realized that something I really do know a lot about is fear. So today we're talking about fear and I'm going to share a little bit about my personal experience with fear. And here's the thing. We don't need to be experts to know things. I'm not a scientist or a doctor or a therapist, but I have done years of research on myself and on my own life experiences. And those life experiences do make me uniquely qualified to talk about such topics. I think fear and trust go hand in hand. Well, fear and specifically a lack of trust. For me, I grew up with a general mistrust of people. I actually used to think I was born with it. I had a severe mistrust of men, even though my father and the other men in my early life and in my adulthood were all kind and caring people. But very, very early on, because of abuses that I've shared in previous episodes, like physical and sexual abuse as as a young child, I learned that adults were not to be trusted or respected which grew into my inability to trust God or the universe, mother, whatever you want to call it, which grew into my inability to trust myself. You may have your version of how you came to mistrust people, the universe, or yourself. From this mistrust, I began to fear. 
everything. I began to fear everything. And okay, so I'm like not scared of lizards or even sharks. And I'm generally very adventurous. I am talking about a soul level fear of self. I was scared that I couldn't trust myself to accomplish, to to succeed, to be good, to be worthy. Pause for a second. Have you ever felt that way? Can you identify a time or experience in your life where you felt that kind of fear? Just take a moment to consider that. So for a long time into my adolescence and early childhood, this fear and mistrust became my subconscious's twin flame. It was so deeply ingrained in me that it governed all of my choices. And it was almost always the underlying motivation for whatever I was doing. And I didn't even realize it. So even good things that happened in my life were often fear-driven. And somewhere along the line, my fear and my lack of self-trust helped me to play small, to shrink myself, to make other people more comfortable. And the more I did that, the more I hated myself. The more I hated myself for shrinking, the more poor choices I made. And then that became a vicious cycle. And maybe you have your own version of that story. I've spoken frequently, honestly, and openly about how choosing to abstain from alcohol consumption changed my life. And not everybody has to do that. That's fine. It's great even. I will say that during that time, during the early days of the pandemic and my sobriety, I had to really sit down with myself and determine what was important to me, what brings me joy, and how I was going to rebuild the trust between me and me. I literally felt like I didn't even know who I was anymore, what I liked or who I liked. I didn't know Nikki. The thing is, like everything snowballs, fear, mistrust, pessimism, it all snowballs, but also belief, trust, optimism, and hope. Those things snowball too. I don't really believe in the concept of like the New Year's resolution. I think we have the power to choose to refresh, restart, and regroup whenever we want to. We can restart on a Wednesday at 7 p.m., We can make a choice to not binge out on junk food, even if we've quote unquote ruined the day with all the other poor eating choices we've already made. We can choose to be the change at any given moment. We can assess what feels good for us. And this is part of our intuition. That said, I do think that there is tremendous power in the new and in beginnings. And considering that we are now arriving here in a new year, in the beginning of a new year, I think we can go ahead and think about some positive changes we would like to make so we can begin to create the lives of our dreams one day at a time. There's no sense in assuming that we can make all or nothing decisions for the entirety of our lives. For me, I cannot say, I will never drink again, or I will never lose my temper again, or I will never eat fast food again that will surely set myself up for failure. It's too overwhelming. I still struggle with the idea of not having champagne to celebrate lifetime milestones or looking forward to binging on pizza and wings after finishing a cleanse. All we can do is live moment by moment. Today, I know I'm not binging on pizza. I'm not doing that today. Today, I know I'm not drinking. Today, I know that I am not going to practice self-sabotage. So how does this relate to fear? Well, if you are prone to making fear-based decisions like I am, I want us to work together here to pay attention. Let's not try to eradicate eradicate fear from our lives. It's never going to go away, just like love. These things will never leave. What I do want us to do is to pay attention, to pause, consider our motives when we make decisions, when we speak, when we interact with others, when we pursue something new or 
more likely when we resist in pursuing something new. I'm not encouraging you to be fearless. Let's assess fear. I think a lot of the times fear is perceived. We as humans with real emotions can make fear much larger than it is. So let's practice playing the tape forward. And I will give you a personal example. Last year, I was terrified to start this podcast and I had a bunch of reasons. One, I'm going to sound dumb. Two, people are going to think I'm pursuing this because I'm arrogant. Three, people are going to think I'm thirsty for attention. Four, what will my husband think of me using my voice, especially in regard to the more taboo topics I like to discuss? Five, what will his colleagues think? Six, will I make our family look silly? Seven, what if no one listens? Eight, what if I never ever make money doing this and I wind up wasting my family's money on a failed business? Nine, what if I find out that I'm not good at this and then I want to quit? What will people think of me then? These are just like some of the preliminary fears that I had. Maybe you've been scared to do something, to try something new, to tell someone how you really feel about them, to take your relationship to the next level, or maybe even slow things down in that relationship. Maybe you've been scared to leave a job that you're not happy in or to become a parent or to move. Maybe, hmm, maybe you're scared to be great. That's a wild one. I have always wanted to be great, extraordinary, magical, but I've been terrified. What if my greatness makes people hate me? No, no, no. I'd better stay small and be safe and make everyone comfortable. No, that is not what we are here in life to do. We are here in this life to share our gifts with the world. It is our responsibility to do so. When we do so, we live in our purpose. And when we live in our purpose, we help give other people permission to live in theirs. So let's go back to my reasons for not wanting to start my podcast so we can work through this exercise together. I want you to pay attention. After I've made my list of all the things that I'm scared of or that could go wrong, I ask myself, then what? And then I ask myself, will I be okay? In almost every single scenario, I can confidently answer that I will always be okay. I'll walk you through it. My first fear was, I'm going to sound dumb. Okay. And then what? I sound dumb. To who? Will I be okay? Yes. Number two. Okay. People are going to think I'm pursuing this because I'm arrogant. And then what? Am I arrogant? No. And if people think I am, will I be okay? Yes, I will. Three. People are going to think I'm thirsty for attention. And then what? Am I thirsty for attention? No, but I want to be respected for my craft. Will I be okay if people mistake my desire for respect with thirst? Yes, I will be okay because I know my intentions. Four, what will my husband think of me using my voice, especially in regard to the more taboo topics I like to discuss? And then what? This one's hard because it involves someone we love, I love. Can I control his feelings? No. Do I respect his feelings? Yes. Will I be okay? Yes. And it's similar for the next few questions. What will his colleagues think? Will I make our family look silly? What if no one listens? Then I've tried something new. And then what? Will I be okay? Yes. What if I never ever make money doing this and I wind up wasting my family's money on a failed business? Again, then I've stepped outside of my comfort zone. And then what? Will my family be okay? Yes. What if I find out that I'm not good at this and then I want to quit? What will people think of me then? Can I control what people think? No. 
And then what? Will I be okay? I hope you guys are seeing a pattern here. In almost every single scenario, I find that I can only control what I can control. I cannot control others. And more often than not, I will always be okay. And I want this for you. I want you to go into the world. And when you are feeling fearful about pursuing something new, I want you to think about, will you be okay if it doesn't work out or if you don't get the response that you want? For me, it has been more important to speak my truth and to help others speak theirs than to play small. In either scenario, I experience fear and risk embarrassment. The thing about not living in your truth and not pursuing your desires You not only experience fear and risk embarrassment, but we also experience regret and that nagging question, what if? I do not want my life to be a what if. And if you're listening to my show, I get the sense that you are the type of person that does not want their life to be a what if either. So together in this new year, one day at a time and one moment at a time, I want to encourage you to assess your fear so you can release it so that you can begin a healthier and more trustworthy relationship with yourself. So that when you go out into the world and you live your life, you can do so with confidence and trust in who you are as a spirit. I love you, my truth speakers. I hope you come back for more of the know because it's simple. If you know, you know, and that's why you're here. Thank you so much for listening to the know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams.